It's Two Girls, One Broadcast. Hosted by Jack and Katie. In my mind, there was never a doubt that I was going to get better. You know what? Life is so short. You might as well just go ahead and do this and go for it. Be okay with disagreeing with each other. Yes. But understanding why everyone has different opinions. This is a podcast focusing on relationships, sex, wellness, and spirituality. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Oh my God. You are here with Two Girls, One Broadcast. It is Jack and Katie. We are just trying to make TikToks and get fucking TikTok famous and we're shattering wine glasses over here. Honestly, things here are not um, the most stable. (laughs) How I would word it. Um, A staged little temper tantrum on my part ended in wine glass shattering all over the floor and Jack being stabbed. So everything's fine i mean i could have moved my wine glass so i think we both had a little bit of a oopsie on on our parts there yeah, yeah. you know what i don't know i don't know what to say They're going just... well it's going well yeah always thriving over here in the zoo i'm sure we've told you why we call this the zoo but simply because we have three animals in this house and and the boyfriend <laughs> yeah all right i'm well. just kidding i'm just kidding mm-hmm. okay. oh my god that's fine Everything's fine. Like I said, we're oh, thriving. Man, we're fucking thriving over here. Okay. <laughs> Moving along. Joke did not land. <laughs> what I was going to say is all three <laughs> of us are animals, but all right. We're just. Oh, okay. I was just going to pick on the man, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. We are. We're a little bit weird. It's a house of animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of them is, honestly, she's breathing so loud on the floor right now. I feel like my mic is picking it up, but we will just ignore that. I don't think so. <laughs> I think we good. We Gucci. So. Wait, are you allowed to say that? Gucci? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, I meant it in the best term possible. Now I feel like I'm just worried about saying all these like fun, like slang words because I'm like, am I using it incorrectly or like, you know what I mean? Or like is it A-A-V-E? Yeah. Like I just don't want to be. I mean, I'm sure Gucci is African-American vernacular English, but probably. I don't know. It's also a brand. <laughs> oh my God. I was literally like, what? <laughs> Tis, tis. There's none of that in this home. No, we I too don't poor believe. for that. <laughs> you know what? I am prioritizing. I'm going to get stomach acid injected into my chin instead of buying a designer bag. Uh, you know what? I used to be into designer bags and I literally give zero, zero fucks. fucks. None whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Give me the Aldo bag. I've been, I don't even use a purse. I have, okay, I will say, I like Kate Spade. But I do buy it from the um, outlet. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. So really, I'm like, I'm buying designer, but I'm just like, I only buy it like once every five years and I use that bag till it's dead. So I know. Well, and I don't like stuff that like says the brand on it. No. Because I don't fucking care. Yeah. Like coach where like the C's are all over the bag. Okay. And that had a moment in 2020 where like that whole branding thing was back. In 2020? 2019 2020 it was recently oh <laughs> interesting I'm not playing but yeah all that branding like just having like the logo pasted all over everything was mm-hmm. in for a minute and i was like no we're not i'm like oh i have a bunch of those bags in my closet oh yeah i told you to get rid of them oh god my nose I think is I running did. see this is a problem yeah this is why is we can't running. be on video i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> everything's fine okay everything's fine do not i do not have covid <laughs> I feel great. I just have a sniffles. <laughs> sniffles. I was picking my nose. Oh, oh my this God. episode is going to be fun. I can tell already. <laughs> just 
love that like normally these beginning like fuck around moments are not captured on video and I started the camera before we even started. Yeah. So this is wonderful. Yeah, it's good time. I'm a little I'm a little I'm a little warm actually. <laughs> Those I'm socks wearing... are for like when you're naked and all you want to have on are socks. Yeah, I actually wore pants for once to record, so Yeah. Your feet are red. Okay, <laughs> <Hey>, guys. <laughs> Overuse so, the reading socks. Overuse. Do I think they're burnt? They're burnt. I think all oh, of your me feet is. are burnt. Oh, I, I thought you thought I thought you were telling me the socks <laughs> were burnt, and I was like, this makes zero fucking sense. Like what? I think my whole body is burnt. Oh yeah, because this bitch went tanning today, and the okay. girl told Miss Miss told her how long she should go in for. Yeah, I said I should probably only go for four minutes because I'm like whiter than the snow outside and I haven't been tanning in 10 months, even though Fabutan has been charging me $42.99 a month every single month and I thought that they had canceled it when <gasps> COVID hit, but they didn't. <gasps> anyway, oh my gosh. so I went tanning today and she was like, no, like you, could, you should probably be able to go for seven minutes. I was like, okay. And I went in and like, I didn't feel like I was burning and I covered my face up after a few minutes because I know that that bitch will burn. And then I got home and I was like, mm, we are a little uh, cherry pie. Toasty. Yeah, a little, little, little toasty. toasty. Little, little bit toasty. So whoopsies. Yeah. It's okay. So this past weekend, um, we took on the task, we being me and the boyfriend, <laughs> of painting our bedroom. <laughs> this house is, um, hmm, well, it's beige. <laughs> it's fucking so beige. It is so beige. Is so I can't beige. even explain. Like you guys don't understand how beige it is. It is beige. And I'm telling you when we walked in the very first time we saw this house, I said, "Holy fuck, this house is beige." Yeah. Like it's the first thing you notice when you come in. And it's not like it's not horrendous, but um, it's certainly not modern. Um, no. So this house was built in the early 2000s when beige had quite a fucking moment. Yes. And the people that lived here before us uh, felt it unnecessary to paint it any other color. Like I'm telling you, every single wall in this house, except for the bathrooms, yep. are beige. Yep. I think the main floor bathroom is beige. Oh, Just is it? ours are white. Uh, upstairs bathrooms are white. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyways, I'm not a huge beige girl. Um... I don't like look at the house and say like, oh my God, I hate everything about it just because it's beige. <laughs> but like, I didn't want my room to be beige any longer and neither did the boyfriend. So we took on the task of painting the bedroom and we wanted to have sort of like a geometric feature wall behind the bed. And I suggested very early on that we get wallpaper uh, that was mm. quickly, quickly poo-pooed on. <laughs> And he decided that it was important that we create the wall ourselves. So um, he spent 10 hours on Sunday taping the wall. I will post photos this week so that you can get an idea of how much he taped. But 10 hours worth of taping nearly. And then another, I don't know, couple painting because it was a dark color. So, of course, that takes longer. And a couple more coats. So good times. But... <laughs> However, tonight, which is Monday, we took the tape off the wall and it looks pretty dang good. It's pretty cool. I'm quite proud of them, actually. It's I didn't do any of the taping because I'm basically still in kindergarten when it comes to that sense where I can't cut a straight line. I can't place things straight. Like, there's just something about me that's not straight. <laughs> that was 100%. <laughs> unplanned but i'm proud of myself for that can you can you 
while we're crying. <laughs> Are these good? Are these good tears? Or... Okay, anyways, okay. so yeah, we took that venture on and here we are. What the fuck? That was so good. What was it? Oh my god, you just slayed me. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm so good. I'm never gonna get over this moment. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the wall is much more intricate uh, than I thought that it was gonna be. It's really impressive. Yeah. I told them that they should go into interior decorating and they both said, oh fuck no. Yeah, no, that was it's too much work. Oh my god. Oh my god. I got, I got a few tears. In my eyeballs as well. That was really well done. I hope that goes down in history because it's probably got to be the best line I've ever had. I'm not funny and I'm not witty. And oh, I just up. made that happen. All right. <laughs> Any life updates for the Beautiful. for the, the tacos? I don't know if I've said it on here. I downloaded Bumble again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just felt like I wasn't doing anything. So may as well. And it is. I think that I had romanticized Bumble because it was the only app I'd ever had any semblance of success on. And now that it's the only app that I'm on. And I'm being very choosy with who I'm matching with because I just very choosy. I don't have it in me to have conversations going with 30 people at once like mm-hmm. I used to do. I just weed people out that way. So I'm being very choosy. And uh, when you're only talking to like one person at a time when they ghost you, you notice, <laughs> which <laughs> I've never experienced before. Usually I'm ghosting people. So karma has come for me. And um uh, yeah, I don't know. You got no words. I got, I got nothing. I matched yeah. with a doctor. I was like, maybe intellectual first line. He asked me if blondes have more fun. All I could think of was in how to lose a guy in 10 days. She's like, do blondes, do they like really have more fun? <laughs> <laughs> like his profile photo was saying yeah, that to Yeah, it me. did. I'm just, oh my God. Okay, never mind. I just have a TikTok. Oh no. This is what it's come to, okay? I just, I gotta interject here for a second and say that, like, I was driving the other day and I was just thinking about how I have just fully accepted this way of life. Like, I'm gonna tell you, I, I fucking hate it, but like, I'm talking about the COVID, like, quarantine life. I fucking hate it because I miss people. I really do, but I'm just, I've come to terms with it. (laughs) Because what else are we supposed to do? Like, we are going on almost a year here, and we have made banana bread and zucchini bread. Well, <laughs> mostly mostly Katie. We have tried to get TikTok famous, and now we're trying again. Like, I'm not kidding you. It's probably, we tried in March of 2020, yeah, and here we are again trying. Everything has come full circle. Yeah, it really Next has. thing you know, I'm going to be dating a fucking mediocre white man from America. <gasps> <laughs> that was not personal, okay? <laughs> Every Shit. every white man is mediocre. Okay, I love I'm, it. I'm, I love I'm, it. I'm mediocre too. I'm not joking. You shit. are not but mediocre. I God. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like uh, sometimes I try to make jokes and I just take it too far. I'm sorry. No, I, might, I, I like might, it. I might cut that out. I don't know. No, you're really, not. It's gonna. a commentary on every man I've ever dated. You're not cutting white. it out. You're okay. not. You're absolutely not. This is our podcast. <laughs> we can talk trash on certain people oh my god anyway plus he's never gonna hear it there's no way know. he listens so watches my stories you think he takes time to listen to the podcast after he stopped listening to the podcast while you were dating i doubt it i fucking hope not but i don't know some people have that morbid curiosity well hi if you're listening we meant every word we said 
Oh my god. <laughs> I told you this was gonna be it. Oh no. Shit. Oh, do you feel bad? <laughs> I don't feel bad. Okay, anyway. it was me. It was me. It was me. Any other updates that we have going on in this moment? Um oh yeah, okay. So with this co- with the COVID thing that Jack was just saying, I feel like I'm almost like resentful <laughs> that I am I'm so lucky. I'm still my life is very normal still. I go to work mm-hmm. in an office. Mm-hmm. It's very normal. But it's like I kind of feel like I'm missing out because like Jack is home alone all day. Like I would like to work from home and like make TikToks with her on my lunch break. <laughs> it's honestly really bothering me. Yeah, I would love company. I, I guess it's it's fucking weird. It, it, no matter what way you have it, it's shitty. Like it's shitty to be home all the fucking time. It's shitty to go to work. And that's literally the only time I leave the house. I leave the house to go to Ace Liquor, to go to work, and to go to Save on Foods. That yeah. is my outings. Like, it's just kind of depressing no matter which way you slice the banana bread. Like, <laughs> Good one. I'm trying to have a one-liner. Like, Are Jackson. you trying? You're trying. Never. Never going to happen. <laughs> Nothing will probably ever compare to that. No, honestly. <laughs> just fucking chopped my head off. Like nine minutes into the podcast, you're like, I'm going to decapitate <laughs> You know just what? I never have joke. the spotlight, okay? <laughs> 78 episodes. <laughs> That's joke. Yeah, it literally took me 78 fucking episodes. <laughs> Not a oh joke, though. It's real fucking life, man. <laughs> okay. We lots of great content planned for you today. And let me tell you, none of that was planned. None of it. What we just said. Oh, yeah, this is true, actually. Yeah. All the rest of this episode is planned. planned. Yeah. The, all of this was just our sparkling personalities. <laughs> we gotta bring a little flair. Oh, a little flavor. To the shit show. A that is flavor. two girls, one broadcast. Whew. Cheers. 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 All right, so we are talking to you today about self-care. Yes. We promised you, once again, a holistic January, and here it is. That holistic word has been on my mind a lot lately. Yes, yes. I like this. Mm -hmm. But yes, we, I think that many of us have let our self-care routines slide at Mm -hmm. best. Yeah. If not, we hucked them into a volcano. I know I did. Yep. So Katie was asking me as we were prepping for the episode, yeah. she said, what are your favorite self-care things? And I looked at her and said, I don't practice self-care. <laughs> I suck, literally. Oh, Matt. Oh, no. I swear to God, just since I turned 30, I've started snorting when I laugh. And it's really, really embarrassing. Oh, I snort when I, I've like always snorted. And I think it's so funny. Like, <laughs> Someone come and tell me that it's not funny. I don't care. Okay, it's funny. It's yeah. like farting. It's funny. I don't really want to yeah. do it in front of like, I don't know. Again, I'm trying to. I feel like these people know everything about us at this point. So a good old yeah. snort here and there isn't going to throw oh, them. Yeah. I'm not embarrassed for you guys to hear this. You know what I was thinking earlier is like, imagine if I did meet someone. <laughs> imagine. Never imagine that. But imagine like they can listen to this fucking podcast and learn literally everything about my goddamn life yeah well that's when you don't broadcast that you have a podcast (laughs) oh and then if it comes up you just say i would really appreciate if you did not listen to it until we were about a year into dating because (laughs) by then you will certainly not want to dump me by the time you listen Uh. to the podcast i mean my boyfriend doesn't listen 
Yeah. It's probably just better that way, honestly. I honestly agree. I mean, although, like, to be fair, everything I say on here, I absolutely would say to him. So it's not like I'm hiding anything. He just, he's not a podcast guy, first of all. And yeah, second, it's just kind of like, I guess it's like our thing, right? Like sometimes, no, actually, when you're in a relationship, you know, for the most part, like each partner has something different that they do that doesn't involve the other partner. And so I guess this is just one of those things. Yeah. Sometimes he hops on, but other than that. Yeah, I think that's very healthy. Mm -hmm. Some things together and some things apart. Yeah. I will say, though, if anybody is listening to this and has not yet slept with me, (sighs) you you should stop or else you will never sleep with me. Oh, my God. I meant, okay, I was thinking about saying this earlier and it came out like a lot better in my brain earlier. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, if I have not already slept with you, if I already have, then like, I guess I'll do it again. <laughs> okay, anyway. Okay. It's not All right. Fine. So, yeah, self care. Mm-hmm. Very healthy, holistic podcast. Jesus <laughs> Christ. All right. <laughs> drink some water. What? <laughs> That's the first step in self care to drink water. Oh. Yes, water is important. Yeah. Oh, water. 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 There's water in wine. Wine, yeah. There's water in whiskey. Yeah. Okay, I'm kidding. Okay. Being actually healthy and okay. serious. Yes, here we go. Yes, okay. great. So we would like to say, drink some water, you dehydrated but capable bish. Ooh, uh, Ooh. I like that one. So uh, many variations on that. Oh, yeah. literally, I wrote that. And I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? I don't understand. <laughs> I was copying what you wrote in our notes. Such an idiot. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So I hope that everyone knows what self-care is. It's pretty self-explanatory. Also important. And... I mean, I'm just going to say, like, I was kind of briefly... So Katie did a lot of the prep for this episode, which... Um, mucho gracias for that. So I was reading, and there's something that she has noted in there, and I'm like, wow, it makes so much sense, but I just never actually thought about it. Mm-hmm. You should consistently practice self-care. It shouldn't just be when you're feeling down or when your mental health is low or when something bad has happened in your life. You should be doing it as a proactive thing not a reactive thing yeah it's preventative Mm -hmm. so if like you build it into part of your routine if you're doing these things consistently on a day-to-day basis when you have those shitty days it's not going to be like so out of the norm for you to try and drag yourself like off the floor out of bed whatever to do these things to try and make yourself feel better you have a list of things that you are already practicing that you know will make you feel better Mm -hmm. so I think that's kind of the first step is like Jack said I do not practice (laughs) self-care so (laughs) sit down and like make a self-care plan for yourself like what are some things that you want to do daily weekly monthly whatever yeah, I think that's just something that like really stood out to me. And like I said, it's it makes so much sense. It's literally common sense. But I think it's just not something that you would think about. And maybe it's just me. I don't know. But yeah. No, I think we've all been there. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it, though. I think that we all do. Uh, we do a lot more self-care than we give ourselves credit for. But I think being more mindful of it makes it a lot – being a lot more intentional with it is going to make it be a lot more impactful. Yeah, as I was, like, saying that I don't practice self-care, like, I, I do. But it's just – it's not. Like, it just kind of yeah, happens. Yeah, like you shower. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of happens, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. not something that I set time aside for. So there's a difference between, mm-hmm. like, just it happening and then, like you said, being intentional about it. Yeah. So – in my research today, there's actually an international self-care foundation Ooh. and they have a whole website that you can go to if you're curious, but they laid out seven pillars of self-care. Some of the wording in these I don't love, um, but I think that it's good to kind of break them apart 
They're separate and they're also they're they're also <laughs> <laughs> they're separate and they also intertwine. So I think rather than being pillars, I would like to do a different like picture have them all like swirling in together because they really all do kind of like mm-hmm. go into one another. The first one's knowledge and health literacy, which is basically like being knowledgeable about self-care, being knowledgeable about your own medical stuff, like being knowledgeable about what you're putting in your body, like mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Yeah. The next one is your mental well-being. So like your psychological health, help. Um, <laughs> the next one is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. She's like, I'm laughing, but I've been living with this bitch and, and crying inside. Okay. Um, physical activity. What is that? Healthy, <laughs> healthy eating. Also, what is, also that? what is that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. We are here to promote the utmost foundation of self-care, let yes. me tell you. Uh, risk avoidance. Good hygiene. And rational use of products and services. So this is like medications. Weed. Yeah. And like just any sort of like drug, I guess. Not necessarily just weed, but like. Because cannabis can be used for some really great things. It's just like it's being and using it in moderation and like knowing that you're using it actually for your health and not just like constantly using it to like be living in the clouds, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, but in in reality, like, I hope you guys really do know, like, obviously, we're in a goofy mood today, and we're not trying to make light of self-care. Like, it is very important, and we constantly talk to you about self-care. This is just meant to be way more in-depth than what we usually do, and I think it's really important to just, like, be lighthearted sometimes about things, and just, Mm -hmm. just know that, like, the message we're delivering is sincere, and it's important, but, like, we're here to just make you have a giggle, yeah yeah and like that's the thing is we struggle with this stuff too Mm -hmm. and being able to just kind of come on here and talk about it and talk about the importance of it but then also be able to laugh at we're laughing at ourselves mostly yeah i think there's that good balance we were talking earlier about like what the show really is and i said we're a holistic shit show (laughs) yeah and i think that it's very accurate yeah like we we want to deliver you know promising and important content for you to kind of like reflect upon Mm mm-hmm but we also want to give you like our ridiculous life stories and, you know, throw a few jokes in here and there to just like make things light because I've said this before. I really want this podcast to be like a safe space where you come to just enjoy yourself, but but still get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, and all the information that we're giving in the rest of this episode is stuff that I pulled out of like scientific papers and non-for-profit websites. And it's all so dry and stale when you're reading it. But I hope to like I would like Mm -hmm. to think that we kind of repackage it in a way that it's a little bit more palatable and like a little bit entertaining while you're also learning and hopefully learning something that's going to be better for you. So for sure. Okay. I'm so sorry. This is literally copied and pasted from the APA from the American Psychological Society. Jack's like, you want me to read this? What? (laughs) When you texted me that I literally thought you were talking about citation of papers. Well, I meant like I wrote the okay. So sorry. When I initially planned this episode, I wrote it out like it was basically a paper. Like I was fucking citing shit, and there's oh, like okay. references okay. at the end of it. So I meant yeah. it was like an APA. But then we're also talking about the APA, the American Psychological Association, which I love to cite their research. But anyway, okay. So a 2012 study by the American Psychological Association found that self-care practices were found to be significantly related to perceived stress levels in a national sample of clinical psychology graduate students. More specifically, sleep hygiene, social support, the emotional regulation strategy of reappraisal, and mindful acceptance 
were found to be significantly related to perceived stress levels in the population. Yes. So I know that is a mouthful, is a mouthful. and we'll break it down. But I liked this study in particular because it looked at psych students like they were going for psych degrees and they were going to be psychologists Mm -hmm. and the study looked at the ways that they struggled with maintaining lower stress levels and I just thought that it was so interesting because these are people that are literally going to school learning how to provide services like mental health services to other people and they're still struggling with stress levels Mm -hmm. so I thought that it was really really interesting yeah okay so the first one is sleep hygiene so Obviously, that's your sleeping pattern. So uh, sleep hygiene is your bedroom environment and your daily routine. The goal should be to promote consistent, uninterrupted sleep. Sleep impacts your physical and mental health. Poor sleep can result in higher stress, lower perceived health, increased likelihood of accidents and mistakes, and increased interpersonal conflicts. Yikes. So the sleep hygiene index is a 13-item self-report measure assessing sleep hygiene behaviors. 13 questions you answer, never, rarely, sometimes, frequently, always. And the higher you score, the worse your sleep hygiene. So those, like, never, rarely, sometimes, frequently, those are typical, like, poll answers that you would pick out yeah. of. Yeah. So we'll post a link in the, like, details of this episode because I took the test earlier. Mm-hmm. And I scored fair. Mm-hmm. I didn't score... No, I scored pretty bad. (laughs) I didn't do it yet. I should have. But yeah, so basically studies have found that 85% of college students have maladaptive sleep hygiene practices. So it says you got a 27, which is fair. Yeah, so it's out of 52. So 27 isn't like terrible. But when I was doing it, I was like, hey, there are like a lot of things that I'm doing that are well known to impact your sleep. One thing that really hit me today, which I've been very much struggling with my lack of nicotine for fuck's sake. But <laughs> every other day I'm like, I'm just going to go get Nick. But nicotine, not, not a man. Um, <laughs> but since I quit smoking after the first week, I am sleeping so much better. Like I am still having insomnia and like it takes me a long ass time to fall asleep. But the sleep that I'm getting, I think is so much higher quality because I'm waking up after three, four, five hours of sleep and I'm actually feeling like human. Yeah, actually, now that you say that, boyfriend and I slept on the couch the the night that we like painted the entire room because he didn't want to sleep in the fumes. So I came down literally at pray 5:30. for me. <laughs> yeah, and she was like room. literally happy, and I was like, "What the <laughs> flying fuck is going on?" This bitch wakes up after sleeping for like 14 hours, and she's like, <laughs> "Good morning, actually, it's not good morning. I hate my life so much." <laughs> That's literally every day. I shit you not. So when she wakes up and she's happy, I'm like, what the the fuck? fuck Yeah, yeah, that really did hit me Mm -hmm. as I was going through this. I was like, wow, it's actually true. Yeah. So one more reason to not start smoking again. Mm. Everything's fine. It's fine. So weighted blankets are proven to work. Um, Melatonin, I've used that. I actually, I haven't like... I think I would say like maybe the longest I've used it is a week and Mm -hmm. you like, it's good. It's actually great. Like I would say it's great. Mm -hmm. The issue with melatonin is you absolutely have to be on a schedule. Like Mm -hmm. you have to consistently take it at the same time. And I'm not kidding. It has to be like eight or 9 PM because it takes Mm -hmm. about an hour to hit you. And if you take it any later and it doesn't hit you or it takes longer to hit you, then you're now going to wake up early in the morning for work. groggy, So groggy. Yeah. So, yeah, like my doctor said, he even suggested it because I, you know, I went at the end of last year, regular checkup, and he was like, how's your, like, sleeping? And I was like, oh, it's, 
awful. <laughs> like, it's fucking terrible. And he was like, oh, no, do you have a routine? And I was like, no, I don't have a routine. <laughs> I like rolling out of bed and then just going to sit on the couch. Like, I don't change. I don't wash my face. Like, fuck, we're lucky if I even brush my teeth. That's how much of a routine I have, which is <laughs> a thing. So he was telling me that's terrible, basically. Like, your body runs on a routine. So mm -hmm. this whole working from home thing has really affected that for me. And it's affected my sleep. Like, I've never slept so bad in my entire life than I have during this COVID quarantine stuff. And it's really frustrating, quite honestly, because I love sleep and I would like to have a good <sighs> sleep. So melatonin, he suggested, but he did say, like I said before, routine. Like, you have to take mm -hmm. it at the same time every night. You can't waver on that. Um, and then screen time, which we all know affects your mood, your your brain composure. Like there's so many negative things to screen time. So if, if you know, if you're just cutting it off at least an hour before you go to bed, it's helping you. And I've seen a mm -hmm. lot of posts about waking up and not looking at your phone for mm -hmm. at least like 10 to 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be long, but just like getting up, making your bed, washing your face and then looking at your phone is really supposed to help you set your day off on the right foot. Hmm. So that's another thing which we don't have on here, but something to think about. Um, yeah. But yeah, screen time really affects it. And then you have sleep clinics on here. Yeah. So I think that, especially in Canada, sleep clinics are free, I think. Oh, okay. You can get referred by your doctor. And my doctor told me to go and try melatonin and get a fucking routine. And then if that didn't work, she would refer me to a sleep clinic. So I mm -hmm. think that a lot of us forget that that's also available. Yeah. You can literally just go sleep in an office and they'll monitor your sleep patterns or they'll give you like a little monitor to take home mm -hmm. and you just sleep wearing it and then they'll analyze it and kind of figure, figure stuff out, out what you. you need. Yeah. 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 So, so that's definitely something to consider. But yeah, sleep hygiene is so important. Like it affects every aspect of your life, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, impossible to function after a shitty sleep like, yeah like i have a family member who oh my god been sleeping shitty for multiple 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 years like i can't even mm. count and just like almost unable to get through the day without like two to three cups of coffee and or feeling like they could have a nap mm -hmm. in the middle of the day and like that's that's not normal really like you should be able to make it through the full day if you're getting a good sleep so um had a sleep clinic turns out they have sleep apnea mm -hmm. you don't know right like you don't know and their partner constantly was saying that they snore and it just took a really long time to actually participate in you know the sleep clinic and yep. and they did take something home instead of actually having to sleep like at a different location and mm -hmm. yeah they were able to figure out that the oxygen the blood oxygen levels were extremely low and they needed a, a machine and I think it's helped you know it's hard to accept that you need something like that mm -hmm. to sleep and I, I'm sure it's hard to get used to because it's something that's, you know, up your nose. But yeah, yeah, like, you know, there's options. And if you need it, you need it, especially mm -hmm. if, if it helps you function day to day. Right. Yeah, for sure. So the next point was social support. So social support in general has been found to lower stress and anxiety and encourage your well-being, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think that this is another thing that is so so obvious but I think that we don't really pay attention to it so I encourage you if you are struggling with stress or like any level of mental health issues talk to your friends and family about it because it if you're struggling silently they don't know what's going on mm -hmm. like you're in a mood you're being distant you're whatever they don't know and yeah. if they don't know they don't know how to help you and they might assume that it's something that they did like you know it medication helps a lot in yeah. all of these situations yeah so, I mean, I've been trying to do this more lately. Like, I'm like, Jack, I'm not feeling great. Yeah. Has been extended. But 
at least I'm telling her mm -hmm. because then on days when I'm being an actual cunt, no, she's it's, not it's, like it's really oh, it's hard me. to say. Like, yeah, it's really hard to tell. Like, there are some times where you still don't. And honestly, mm -hmm. I don't fault you for it. It's fine. Like, I, it's easy for me to pick up with you, right? But it's not. It's not like that for everybody. Yeah. Well, and we're super close. So, like, the people that I don't see all the time, like, how are they supposed to know mm -hmm. whether I'm just like taking something out on them by accident mm -hmm. or like I'm pissed at them or whatever? Like, yeah. It's just I think it's really important to kind of own up. I know it's hard. It sucks. Like it feels like you're being like weak. Mm -hmm. And it also feels like you're dumping on people, which I'll get into that a little bit later, too. I was supposed to FaceTime with a friend a couple weeks ago and I was really, really struggling with my mental health at that point. And I canceled on her. And I honestly was so like dissociative the, that day. I don't remember what I said to her, but I said I know I said like I'm really struggling right now. Like I just like don't have it in me or something like that. And I just like left it at that. And then we talked on the phone a few days later um, and we were able to like talk it out. And she had like checked on me by text every so often in between that time. Like it was just at least I didn't ghost her and like I didn't handle it great. But at least like I told her like I'm just going through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was able to support me and she was kind of able to understand more about what was going on. I, I think like. I've talked about this before. Like when I was younger, I would like ghost like literally my best friends. I would like just not show up to plans or I like would not reply to texts mm -hmm. for like literally no reason except that I was like having a panic attack or something, which like it's so it seems so hard in those moments to just pick up the phone and be like, I this is what I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. Like it seems so, so hard, but it, yeah. you literally just have to send like a one liner. And then I will say too, like your friends are not your therapists. You have therapists for a reason. Mm -hmm. Like there's a line between confiding in your friends and using them as a support system and completely dumping on them. So it, everyone's line is different as well. Yeah. Like if you have friends that are absolutely shaming you for trying to talk about your mental health and maybe those are friends that you should not have in your life anymore, no. but there is a line. And I think that everyone needs to be honest with mm -hmm. each other about like what that line is for them. It's like that. Do you have the emotional availability for me to have this conversation with you right now? Like you can have the conversation like an actual human being, but it's. Yeah. I mean, I really don't feel like we need to do that with each other. So that's just another thing. Like you need to just kind of like learn about your friends. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and you have people that you can just talk to and not be like, can I talk to you about this? Like they're just there for you. They're good. Right. Um, of course, every once in a while, it's good to check in. But, mm -hmm. you know, if, if it's someone that you're close to, which I imagine if you're going to be talking about stuff like this, you are quite close to them because you're I, not just talking about it with any of your friends. Right. Yes, And I think that it should be somebody that you're fairly close with and you trust yeah. them. Yeah. So I was going to say an extension of that um, that I felt kind of was a and I saw a post somewhere on Instagram that boundaries are a form of self-care. And I, mm -hmm. I truly, truly feel like they are. And I'm sure you're picking up on the trend that both of us are working on that just even silently. Like we're we're working on trying to figure out what those lines are for us. And it can be with friends. It can be with family, partners, whatever. Right. Anybody. You set those boundaries that help you because in the end you can rely on people. But the only person you can fully rely on is yourself. Mm -hmm. Really. Nobody knows what you're going through. Nobody knows what's in your brain. Nobody knows you better than you. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I think if you're relying on other people to pick you up all the time, we could get, there's so many of these dy dynamics mm -hmm. that we can go into that are really unhealthy, but oh, you got the next, the complicated one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all right. So emotional regulation strategies, which is Katie's favorite. 
Uh, Repraisal and mindful acceptance. So in 2017, some dude named Gross studied emotion (laughs) regulation and defined it as the process that that influences which emotions an individual experiences and how the emotions are experienced or expressed. He further differentiates emotional regulation strategies based on the timing in which a strategy is enacted. So proactive strategies are implemented early in the process and change the effect of emotion generating stimuli. My goodness. Yeah. So I wrote an example for this because I'm like, uh, I had to Google it to make sure that I understood what it was talking about. So an example of cognitive reappraisal which refers to changing the meaning of an emotion invoking situation so basically you're nudging your emotions back towards baseline example you're texting some dusty dude (laughs) a new guy and he ghosts you while you might begin to feel sad insecure etc you recognize that you do not know him you don't even know if you like him or if he deserves you You tell yourself he is not important to your life at this point. He cannot significantly impact your life in a positive or negative way. You know that whether he texts you back or not, you are thriving. And if he isn't going to make the effort, then you're better off without him. It's not not feeling feelings, but it's being very in tune with yourself and not letting things that are really not important completely throw you off and bring you down a spiral. Wow, I do that. That was my my goal last year. That was my New Year's resolution last year, mm-hmm. essentially. So response-focused strategies are implemented later in the process and focus on changing the emotional output or expression. An example is emotion suppression, which refers to inhibition of internal emotional state. Both of these strategies have been studied. Cognitive appraisal was related to lower levels of stress-related symptoms, and expressive suppression was related to higher levels of stress-related symptoms in both samples. Furthermore, expressive suppression was related to PTSD in the trauma-exposed sample. Yeah, so the first one that Jack talked about works. The second one is very unhealthy, and I think that a lot of us do this like emotional suppression so it's, it's kind of the difference. It's like you can acknowledge the situation is shitty, but you're not going to let it drag you down. But you're also not, not allowing yourself to feel the feelings. It's kind, of, it's kind of confusing. Yeah. But this is the thing. It's like it's healthy to feel your emotions. But recognize that it's not going to affect yes. you long term. Yes. It's not healthy to deny your emotions mm-hmm. or refuse to explore them or shut down associate hello mm-hmm. all of those things so it's similar strategies but they're very very different and their impact is very very different so I think it would be useful for all of us to kind of look at how we deal with situations in terms of managing our emotions and are the strategies that you're using the healthiest for you because I think especially I see this a lot in males <laughs> like cisgender males have been taught that it's not okay for them to express their feelings. Mm-hmm. So they suppress them yeah. and they're not able to fully process them. And it ends up being so damaging to them in the long term. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. So our self care tips. Yeah. So the first one we kind of talked about create and implement a daily self care routine while you're feeling good. So if you're ever having an off day, you can do your routine to help you feel better. Having your routine will also help your mental health day to day. It'll encourage you to practice self-care when you're feeling down. 
So when my mental health is suffering, I do not want to do self-care. I literally just don't care. I will lay there and I'll be like, I know this will make me feel better. And I literally just don't want to do it. (laughs) But I'll force myself to do the basic day-to-day things that I've made a routine, which is like, it can be basic. Like mine will be like moisturize. It could be a journal. Just take a shower. Like basic things that you know will make you feel better. Try and think about different aspects to your self-care. Like we talked about being holistic. Don't just focus on like the physical or the mental. You want to do mind, body, and soul. So save a couple special things for days when you really need to pick me up. Example, special bubble bath, ordering a meal, etc. It's okay to prioritize your needs. If you have plans, you need to cancel so you can have a day to do some self-care and feel better, then that is okay. I'm so guilty for not feeling like that is okay. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the world makes you feel guilty about it. So yeah. find some friends who don't make you feel like shit when you decide that that day you're not feeling up to hanging out, if you made those plans a week ago, how the fuck do you know how you're going to feel that day? Man, I could go off about that, honestly. Like, Yeah, honestly. I'm lucky because I would say that most of my friends are quite understanding when it comes to that, but I don't tell them why. I just cancel. So yeah. that is something that I need to work on. But yeah, therapy it's- is self-care. While we mm-hmm. always encourage you to talk to your friend and let them support you, your friends are not your therapist, which is exactly what we said. They're going through stuff, too. So um, Katie once had a partner tell her, I don't need a therapist. I have you. And all in capitals, screaming, no, it's a balance. But a therapist, yeah, but a therapist will guide you through all those messy emotions and help you learn to manage them better. I mean, that's the thing, right, is no one's going to be able to help you better than a therapist. They're a professional. They've done education. They know exactly what the fuck they're talking about. They have many, many techniques and things to discuss with you that someone who's not a therapist wouldn't have. So it's just not the same. And they are not emotionally tied to you. So talking to you about some pretty traumatic stuff (laughs) isn't going to weigh on them the same way that it will for you to talk to your friends and family. Not saying that you can't talk to your friends and family, but again, like they can't carry everything for you. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess the biggest kind of takeaway we want you to have in regards to this is that we we... I would say for the last 77 episodes, like we have talked about self-care a lot and we say like, make some time for yourself, some like journaling, whatever, bath, et cetera. Like those are, you know, Katie said, you know, mind, body, soul, like it's, it's all three of them. And I just want you to really take that into consideration because I think a lot of the things that we have been talking about have just been very like physical, small Mm -hmm. things to work on, which those are those are everyday things, right? We've talked about some really like deep like emotional regulation things, um, social support, sleep hygiene. Like we've gone into detail about some large things that aren't just going to be fixed in a day. Yeah, and that's the thing is like this is building habits. It's building good habits. You're gonna have to start. Okay, people disagree on how to build habits. I like starting st- small mm-hmm. and starting slow and building. Like you're not just going to wake up tomorrow and be amazing at setting boundaries. It's something that you're going to have to practice and you're going to fumble your way through and you're going to get better. Mm-hmm. Same with your self-care routine, emotion regulation, anything that we've talked about today. Yeah, for sure. So just to quickly at, like hand off this episode, uh, we have some of our own favorite self-care techniques. And this is when Katie asked me and I said, <laughs> I have none. So I had to really think about it. And these are very physical so Mm -hmm. um but you know without you know this is not on the list but I've mentioned it a few times this year actually in every episode I think 
about boundaries. We've only had this only our third, and I've mentioned it every time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. That was such a focus for me last year, and now this year you're like, I don't know, boundaries? <laughs> yeah, but honestly, boundaries. like, it's just kind of happened. Like, it wasn't something that I sat down That's and was it. like, I need to do this. Like, I, I am naturally actually quite good at boundaries, but I think there are certain things that have come about since this podcast was incepted, and it's just kind of, like, made me realize that I can sit here and be your therapist, but I'm not – all of our listeners yeah therapists like creeps yeah and like I'm happy to help and it's not just about listeners but it's Mm -hmm. it's just in general like the world has changed because of COVID and I think it's made me realize a number of things about myself and I'm always going to be the very loyal caring supportive friend that I am but there's just there's just things I need to do for myself and I just Mm -hmm. I'm learning that and that I think is what has changed me a little bit is that I need to put a little bit more focus on myself you can't fill somebody else's cup up if yours is empty. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So mine is music, always has been, um, whether that's, you know, me putting in earbuds and just literally like sitting down in the house or going for a walk or going for a run. I say that in air quotes because like mm-hmm. that would probably be about like 15 minutes of running and then 15 <laughs> minutes walking. So Still yeah, um, music has always helped me. Um you know, card pulling is something that we have kind of started doing ever since this podcast, quite honestly. And I do feel like that helps me quite a bit. Um, I am a lover of cuddles. I am queen of cuddles. I will literally cuddle all day if I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I love cuddles. So that's a good form of self-care for me. Obviously hard when I don't have someone to cuddle with, but I do now. So, and then, yes, I do occasionally <laughs> partake in the, the marijuana. Um makes me feel very nice so (laughs) I use that as a form of self-care as well and quite honestly it helps me sleep and I think it's it's helped me a lot during the pandemic to sleep because like I said my sleep routine is absolute garbage (laughs) it's a shit show up in here I love it did I spell it yeah weed yeah like (laughs) friend the French we yeah we we a frosty free okay Okay, my favorite is a three-hour bubble bath with snacks and multiple drinks. Like, I will have the edge of the tub lined with, like, Tostitos and salsa and tea and water and juice and whatever, like, all the things. Mm-hmm. Staycations. So I did this, actually, a couple weeks ago because I had a mental breakdown. And, again, this is such bullshit. Like, I should have just called in to work. I should have called in sick. Like, I'm mentally not well. But, no, I said, can I take vacation time so I can do school? Like, just bullshit on me. I did not need to on me. On me. I did not need to waste my fucking vacation days because I was not well in that. But anyway, staycations. Honestly, that weekend set me back on the right track. I yeah, think. it did. It was. It absolutely did. Fucking wonderful. Like it's sometimes that's all that you need is just to stay home and chill the fuck out and focus on the people that are important to you. Mm-hmm. Yoga and meditation, which I've been doing more recently because I'm trying to, you know, get this self-care routine out of the gutter and i've talked about this before but singing bowls oh my god i tried to listen to what the heck are they called the frequencies oh yeah i don't i don't remember oh frick it's all over tiktok though they honestly give me anxiety like i don't know yeah it sounds to me i feel like i can hear something else yeah like the world's gonna end or some shit like I, <laughs> I'm just being I'm, dramatic but I don't know it makes me feel a little too close to the paranormal for my comfort at this yeah, very moment true, in time actually. I don't know why it's fucking weird Tr- listen to them it's very interesting but I had to turn it off <laughs> and I mean yeah cuddles I don't, with my dog I don't know <laughs> but yeah cuddles are always good cuddles are the best 
So we'll drop the the links in the show notes, um, as always, to credit those people who have helped us create this episode. But yeah, just once more, like mind, body, soul, focus on all of it. Um, we're over here trying to do the same, especially after this episode. <laughs> yes. And yeah, just, you know, like we, we always say at the end of every episode, let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. Uh, that kind of wraps up our self-care like setting this new year off on the right foot so who knows what's next for us february rolls around and we might we might be a shit show again i don't know we'll see a holistic shit show yeah we'll we'll see what what we got coming next but if you have ideas absolutely reach out to us and let us know um guests are kind of tricky right now but open (laughs) to some good conversation over zoom if that's what it means Mm -hmm. so Yeah, thank you again for listening every week. We appreciate it so much more than you will ever, ever, ever know. Yeah, thank you so much for spending this time with us. As always, leave us a rating or review if you feel so inclined. We love you so much. If you want to hear anything, drop us a DM. And we will see you next Tuesday. Bye, tacos. Bye. (laughs) 